friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. I waited for Sixto to take a sip of water before I did my my little open there. To make You're it such a much dick. Harder. You're <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> that was fun for me. <laughs> well, we're back with two friends and a movie with Matt and Sixto. That's right. We took a little uh, hiatus there, an unexpected hiatus. Unexpected we had some scheduling issues yeah. and some COVID equipment. issues, <laughs> some equipment forgetfulness. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't do that. You said Yo, if you I did. You, I said Monday, and you're like sure. And then Monday comes, and I'm like, oh, you meant Monday? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but then I, you said you were so busy Monday that Monday, anyways. You said I wouldn't be I able just, to record anyways. I just said that to make you feel better. No, <laughs> you didn't. You're a piece of shit. You didn't. You know you were busy, and it's true. Uh, oh yeah, I couldn't even do it anyway. Don't don't feel bad that I brought all my shit and did studying you didn't and wrote all those. Your, your shit was already there, asshole. Yeah, it was brought. <laughs> Doesn't matter which day I brung it, it was there, and yours, uh. yours was not there. <laughs> Anyways, welcome we're to here. Friends in a movie where Matt and I talk about movies, and we were friends at one point, but now we mortal enemies. <laughs> we're we're back on Zoom for this episode, or yeah. Google Meet, or whatever we call it, um, because of those scheduling issues. But I know the podcast was in demand, so I was like, "Fuck it, we gotta we gotta get one we gotta out." Do this. We gotta do this. I, I, here's something interesting that no one cares about, but I'm gonna say it anyways. My girlfriend's yes. had COVID this whole week. She's been a fucking dying week. in a bed. I shouldn't say dying. I'm sorry. She's been knocked out for a week with the COVID, unable to move. I've been fucking walking in and out of the room, making out with her, fucking making her food, bringing it to her. No COVID. I'm sure all those all those things made her feel better. Like no yeah, COVID. right now what I want is you on top of me. Because breathing isn't hard enough. <laughs> no COVID, bro. She's been fucking Yo, like coughing up. You're immune at this point. I'm immune. Maybe she's faking it. She, you know, I think she's been. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sleep in the living room. <laughs> I got COVID. <laughs> she's like, uh, I can't clean or cook. So you gotta make me breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. and then do whatever I tell you <laughs> and serve it to me in the bed. <laughs> bed. I think you're onto something, cause <laughs> I mean I wouldn't put it past her. I've met her. I know, I know. In any case, any uh, case, in a, enough uh, with know, the COVID. <laughs> one of our top listeners, Cord Stanley, hey, is still angry about our 
review of Wes Anderson. He texted me <laughs> yesterday, still mad about it. We need to come to so, <laughs> Yo, God, like I told you on the text, let it go, man. <laughs> you know, I understand when people don't like a director. We have a co-worker that hates Quentin Tarantino. I'll get it. I accept it. It's fine. I have, you know, Cord doesn't like, doesn't like, uh, um, what's his Wes name? Anderson. Uh, Wes Anderson. I get it. It's fine. But you need to stop proving to me why these people are not good at what they do. Because I don't, A, I don't care. I'm not making any of their money. They're the millionaires. And B, I think they're just good. Relax. I like yeah. Wes Anderson. Just I, I like that movie, Cord. All right, man. It seems like a ploy to get on the on the podcast. And let me tell you, my friend, you succeeded. He's, he's trying to get on and do the next podcast. Like, let me yeah. tell you how he's done. Give me a Wes Anderson movie. I'll destroy See, it. See, I got, I got reviews. Um, speaking of <laughs> reviews, we got another one for you. <laughs> I can't. Hold on. <laughs> what a what a fucking segue. <laughs> it was a good segue. We moved right on to the next thing. Like that. No one even noticed. They're like, wait, were we just talking about corn? <laughs> oh, I'm dying. We went from from COVID to corn. To the movie in a seamless fashion. Seamless. 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 Oh, I'm, a, I'm a professional, all right, man? Yes, I, I. you are the professional in this podcast. I'll give you that much. Anyways, listen, we 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 watched the movie. Wait, the that? Movie, the movie is that's the That's the only... Thing you need for this podcast. The minimum requirement. Watch the fucking movie. <laughs> we move on with it. Um, we watched the movie called Strays. The movie came out in uh, late August. Uh, it's now what mid October, so it's been a minute since it's been out. Uh, I just rewatched it tonight on Peacock, so it's on Peacock now too. If you want to pause this podcast, go watch the movie. And come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for adding so much to that one. Success. I know. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you should probably... I feel like we should tell people... I mean, I don't know. Do you think... Here, I don't want to go on a, off on a tangent. But there, I oh get... Boy. We get what are you, Dennis we get, Miller? We get people like, like Andy Savas, who's our number one fucking fan in the universe. And he'll do something like... Oh, you guys reviewed that movie and I hated your review. And I will be like, oh, I love your review. He never says I hate it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, Andy. And he's like, yeah, man, but, you know. And I was like, did you like the movie? He's like, oh, I haven't seen it. Like, what the fuck? Go watch the movie, Savas. Yeah, what? He's, he's, he's just... got a moron? <laughs> he's not a moron. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, you know what the movie Six, is. No, I can't believe he called Andy a moron right here on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't call him a moron. I'm just saying it's on the title. You get more out of the podcast if you've seen the fucking movies. All I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, eventually we're going to get to the movie 
and talk about it, and you're going to have no idea what's happening. 20 minutes in, we haven't, but we promise you. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, now I'm lost. <laughs> Anyways, can we please talk about this fucking movie? Let's get to the movie. The movie <laughs> is strays. <laughs> this whole thing is off the rails, man. I can't stop. I can't stop laughing. Okay, the movie is strays. It is. <laughs> it's about. Movie. It's about four dogs. <laughs> it's gonna be good Dad, to say four dogs. <laughs> well, there's one dog, <laughs> but there's four dogs. There's four dogs later. This one dog that lives with the, his master, right? Like, he. This guy gets a dog to impress his girlfriend. She wants the dog. He gets the dog. Girlfriend breaks up with him, and because he's such an asshole, what he decides to do is say, I'm keeping the dog just to fuck with the girl. But she's so over him that she's like, fucking shove this dog up your ass, right? And so he keeps <laughs> mistreating this dog, treating this dog like shit, acting like this dog is is a fucking nuisance. You know, like people, like asshole people that get a pet and don't know what to do with it, right? And he starts sure. doing this thing where he starts driving off and throwing the ball far away from the house so the dog, the dog <laughs> doesn't come back and every morning the dog is back at the house so he has it up to his fucking balls and he goes that's it and drives two states over and <laughs> traps the dog in a fucking city in a city fucking back alley Throws the ball, disappears. In this exchange, then the dog meets another three dogs. Those making it four dogs. Thank you. But there's a whole fucking bunch of story before the four dogs. I get it. I know. I was doing a you know an overall picture that it's a story with four dogs <laughs> to go on an adventure. Um, and they're real dogs. Like, it's CGI, obviously. obviously. But, I mean, it's not an animated movie. It's, it's you know, live-action dogs. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, voiced by Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx, other two main guys. And there's a whole bunch of other stars throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're, you know, they're one and two. So, like Sixto was saying, the stray dog named Reggie meets a group of other dogs and kind of educate Reggie... They're like, yo, you're not playing the game. Your owner is, you know, doesn't want you anymore. You're astray. You live on the streets. Like, run with us. We'll protect you. And so he meets friends for the first time in his life. And they get to a bunch of shenanigans. Like, they're eating pizza off the floor. They're drinking beer out of garbage. Um, excuse me. Out of garbage bags behind the bar. They're running through the sprinklers in the park. They're just, you know, living their best life right now. These dogs are having a great time. And then... Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they want to... Uh, Reggie, you know, he starts opening up. All of a sudden, you're watching a movie. You're having fun. And then you start, you start to feel something. And you're like, when did I start caring about the strays? And at this point is when you start caring... They all band together and they have a plan. They're going to go fight 
Doug's dick off. Right. Doug the, uh, being the owner older. of Reggie. Yeah. Right. So they go on an adventure to get from the city back to Reggie and Doug's home. The dogs go on an adventure, and there is a little bit of an exchange between Reggie and uh, what's the Jamie Foxx dog's name? Bug. Bug, who is like the the stray dog that's kind of teaching him not how not to be how that, that he is a stray. And the exchange is so sad to what you're speaking to because you realize this is an abused dog, and like, it, but it's just like an abused person that you see with somebody that's so toxic to them, but they're like, no, he's good. He just, or she's okay. She just needs to, you know, like sometimes she gets like that and shit like that. And it's really fucking powerful. The message that they send in with this movie. Yeah. It's an odd way to tell an uh, abusive relationship story mm -hmm. uh, through comedy and, and dogs. But it's pretty obvious that they're trying to paint the lights over a much bigger issue, but done in this uh, silly, silly way. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, then uh, they're following. So Doug, when Doug was being driven, when Doug was driving Reggie in the back of his truck, Reggie kept looking at things and making like mental notes like, oh, man, I saw this. I saw that. And that's kind of the map that they follow back, all of them together, to buy Reggie's dick off. And uh, they get into some shenanigans, like you say, like being caught in this and that. But important part is like to finish with the plot that they get back to the house and you see Reggie get to the point where he can't do what he's supposed to do. He just feels like dog is not so bad. He's just misunderstood. And dog is like, I could change him. He loves me. Yes. And dog is just being an absolute horrible piece of shit to this dog. And once he tries to kill dog for that because he's just like i'm over you fucking dog I'm, I, to kill reggie reggie you know the way the way you say doug is the way i say dog <laughs> sorry i'm just saying it's funny because you're saying doug but you're saying dog but I'm that's how i dog. say dog i'm not saying dog i'm saying dog whatever so dog I, how do i say it now my accent is extra thick so dog all i hear is dog <laughs> trying to kill reggie and now reggie gets pissed off and finally they go through the thing and they bite his fucking dick off and take a shit on his face because that's what they said and burn his house down and burn his house down so you know they all find love and happiness and become friends and they all get masters and it's a beautiful story the end it's a very beautiful story that's surprising because going into it i was like this is just a silly thing where they make dogs say curses and have sex right. um i wasn't expecting an actual heart-wrenching story to go along with it well heart-wrenching is a bit strong man no my heart was wrenched <laughs> Okay, but well. let's just rewind a little bit. I want to, I want to talk about some of my favorite parts of the movie. Yes, please go ahead. So in the beginning of the movie, mm. uh, when Bug is showing um, 
Reggie how to live as a stray. They're going over, you know, some of the rules of the road and how the world is. And he says, all the humans are collecting our poop and they make chocolate out of it. Yes, that was <laughs> very funny. That was, that was a good line. Um, <laughs> the part with the invisible fence I thought was very funny. Uh, there's one dog who lives in the front yard and there's an invisible fence around it and he has a hot collar and they mm-hmm. don't understand it obviously because they're dogs and he tries to escape and he gets you know he gets the shock he can't go right because Reggie, Reggie jumps like, in no, to be I, like I can do this he jumps he, in over the fence yeah and they're all like shocked they're like oh my god how'd you do that <laughs> and then when the dog tries to escape the British Bulldog he gets fucked by the fucking electricity that yeah, was pretty funny that was pretty funny. Um, the guy, what's his name, who plays the big brown, the big gray dog. Uh, what's his name? I thought he was very, very funny. Uh, Randall Park. Randall Park, yeah. He uh, had that that really deadpan comedy, which that was that deadpan really thing. Uh, I, I thought it was funny that he couldn't howl like one of the little dogs are howling. He was just like howl, howl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Uh, one of the uh, one of the most fucked up parts was um, so they go to the forest and they're they're hiding and they're starving, and one of the dogs finds a patch of mushrooms, and all the dogs eat the mushrooms and yeah, they start was... tripping out, and uh, one of the dogs, the girl dog, uh, was like, you know, when I was a kid or a puppy. I like to play with stuffed bunnies and I would toss them around and then they find a rabbit hole, enter the hole, think they're pulling out stuffed bunnies and they toss them around and play with them and they wake up the next morning and they're sober and it's just dead bunnies all <laughs> over the place and like <laughs> that was body up. parts and ears <laughs> and heads. and That was fucked up but very funny. That was fucked up. It was good. Um... I, you know, I really like, you were talking earlier about the, the, uh, the, the feelings that you get from this movie, right? And some of them were very good, like, especially like the abuse feelings part, because that shit was a little too real, you know, because we all being like, we've all been in a toxic relationship of some sort. And it's kind of sad to see somebody going through it. Oh, we know somebody's in a toxic relationship of some sort. And you want to be like, come on, man, you got to get out of that. Denise, I mean, not Denise. It's okay. Don't don't listen to this, Matt. <laughs> don't worry. You'll never hear this podcast. <laughs> but but that touched so much. But there is a there is a part with Bug. It's like I'm a stray, and that's all I am because I don't fucking like people. Because when he was a puppy, he bit his master's daughter's leg because she stepped on his tail. And, you know, it's the big misunderstanding part of having a pet, too, where, like, some people are just like, what the fuck? This dog got to go because he bit my little girl. But they people don't look at maybe the situation or try to figure it out. Matt and I are cat owners, so we're smarter people. Because cats, we know, always scratch you even if they're happy. <laughs> so, so there's no way around it. You're going to get hurt by a cat anyways. But... I think that a lot of people get a pet and don't know what they're they really going to get into with a pet. 
and they expect it to understand that they're doing things wrong when a pet is an animal that is just reacting to things. You know what I mean? Easier or more convenient to treat them like they're pieces of shit or you could just get rid of them by the drop of a hat. Like, oh, sorry, you did something wrong? Fuck you, you're gone. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Instead of making the effort of understanding or, or really having time with the animal. I, I think that that part with Bug, though, was a bit like super flat. And even though that message is there, I felt like, all right, so this means that he's going to find somebody at the end of the movie. And, you know, that's exactly what fucking happened. So I was a little bit disappointed with that story. Every character needs to grow. That's what happens. Yeah, but all like, that is start so... one place and they end in a better place. I don't know, man. I, I found that to be so trash that it was so predictable where that went. And even though this movie is mostly predictable in that you know some shit is going to right? Like you see it, you know what the formula is. They're going back. They're going to get into shenanigans. They're going to get caught or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a story that's been told a hundred times. You know, the hero yeah. story, the underdog story. You yeah. start unwanted and unloved and a misfit and you end up being, you know, king of the world or king of your world uh it's been it's been overly told which i think yeah. that's what they wanted was a simple story that will make people feel something and then we get throw all these funny jokes and gags in it because they're dogs and not people <laughs> right there's a there's a scene where a bug gets caught by a bird while they're walking through the through the uh, whatever through the forest it's like a park or and, something yeah yeah like a hook catches him and then Reggie grabs on to dog and now there's two dogs flying caught by a bird. You know what I mean? Like it's a crazy visual. It's and a, then he's crazy scene. <laughs> and then he's quaid is like outside, like <laughs> like he sees it and he goes. Oh my god. It's a bird with two dogs hanging on to it. And he has like this binoculars like and I'm Dennis Quaid and I'm seeing some crazy shit. <laughs> it was such a weird but yet like so so good like i laughed so hard it was like so out of place (laughs) and so so unnecessary (laughs) which made it very funny because like what 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 would just happen like (laughs) i just i couldn't stop laughing the the bald eagle carrying the two dogs in the sky like wasn't ludicrous enough they're like while we're doing that let's have dennis quaid sitting in the corner just saying, I'm Dennis Quaid. I see some crazy shit. <laughs> but I've never seen this. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that I wasn't supposed to like uh, the Will Arnett character. No, not Will Arnett. What's his name? Uh, Will Forte. Will Forte, thank you. But, fuck, they made him too unlikable. You know, like, I was just like, this guy, like, I wanted to punch that guy. And I know it's because I own pets, maybe. But also because he like took it too far <laughs> a lot of times. I think he is very, very good at like this type of role. Like the douchebag, like down his luck, you know, yeah. piece of shit kind of guy. Like he plays that really well. Uh I liked I mean I liked him for being so good at me not liking him. Oh, yeah, no, he did a great job, but I just feel like he, he went too... Like, it's not him. I think the story went too far with it. And I was just like, come come on, man, relax. I mean, it's a story about a dog going back to his owner so he can bite his dick off. I mean, 
It's already over the top. You're like, wait, 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 Will Forte. I can believe all that, but this now is too much. No, I don't mean that I don't believe it. I just mean that it was like maybe too much. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Whatever. Um, I mean, it's supposed to be too much. I mean, yeah, but the like, movie. I guess there are people like that in the in the world for real. Excuse me, but I just felt like you made your point. I, my point is that sometimes it's a movie, and when you over make a point, it just kind of loses its luster because it's a movie. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think over the top and not like really hammering away the point was the uh what's the point what's the point yeah <laughs> the, like that wasn't a... done but an error that was done on purpose no. all right fine whatever i i just i feel like like i i think that they could have done with a little less more impactful moments that tell the same story and not repetitive fucking assholery you know, they could have made him more asshole. They, he, they could have shown more asshole scenes. And, or, just or. Really wanted to see Will Forte's asshole, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. I want, I was just begging for his asshole. And they never showed it. I want it. more asshole scenes. <laughs> no, but I think like more extreme asshole scenes. Less scenes or more extreme <laughs> asshole actions. I mean, it's rated R. not rated NC 17. I mean. It's, it's a limit of how much asshole they can show. Okay? Fine, whatever. In in other news, um, <laughs> I I wonder why this movie didn't make better, didn't do better. Like it, yeah, like disappeared. Like before the movie came out, I saw a bunch of previews, and like the weekend it came out, I saw a bunch of commercials, and then nothing. And here's a question that I'm gonna that I'm gonna ask you. Because I've heard this before from a lot of people. This movie was heartfelt. It was funny. It it wasn't like, you know, like there's no podcasting movies anymore. Like, uh, podcasting, gut-busting movies anymore, right? Like, 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 you know, there's nothing like, like when... I don't know, like back in the 80s and the 90s, there were movies where you were fucking laughing your ass off. And maybe even to the early 2000s. But is this a result also of like Marvel movies? No, this is my theory on it. My theory is this movie alienates too many people and really just hits a niche uh, group of people. Because the movie is one, very sweet and heartfelt. Yeah. So if you're an adult looking for, you know, gore or raunchiness or that stuff, like, you lose those guys who want to see, who doesn't like the heartfelt message. And it's got a lot of cursing and talking about sex. You lose all the younger people and the people who don't like, you know, that really raunchy and dirty jokes. So and all also you're left like... with is people who like dirty jokes and also have a heart. So, and also, I feel like when you have a movie where you're hurting animals, unless it's John Wick, unless there's that vengeance that comes right behind it that is <laughs> just as over the top as these jokes, you're really not getting any anybody yeah, to come Yeah, you lose that up. crowd, too. Yeah. It right, has, like, uh, you're down to a small percentage of people 
who like like this combination of things. But like, did Cocaine Bear do any good? I don't think Cocaine Bear did a lot of money, did it? It did the first like weekend or two. It got a lot of like hoopla. Like, oh my god, a bear on cocaine! This is gonna be nuts. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how much money Cocaine Bear did, even though this is not Cocaine Bear, but. I think that Cocaine Bear is a movie that everybody was talking about, and it's a comedy. So if a movie, a comedy in in recent years was gonna make money, it would be that one, right? And according to Box Office Mojo, which does not sponsor us, but we use constantly. So get on it, fucking Box Office Mojo. Box Office Mojo. Where your mojo is a box office. It opened, so blah, 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 blah. Worldwide, it made $88 million, which is not a lot of money. But, yeah. um, okay, bear cost. Let's see what it costs to make. Uh, he says here that cocaine bear, oh my goodness, this is like a whole fucking article. I just need a fucking. Just a number. We're doing a podcast here. Yeah, you fucking. This is what I get for using fucking Yahoo. Uh-huh. Yahoo. So he says, Yahoo. Yahoo. Shut up. So Yahoo. I can find how much how much this movie costs, but I'm gonna say oh 23. I guess it cost about you, thirty million dollars to make. Are you so talking about cocaine bear, or are you talking about straight? Co- no, co- cocaine bear. So cocaine bear costs is one of those movies that everybody was talking about. And he made eighty-eight million, but it cost thirty. It's a losing proposition, right? Because you barely doubled your money. So it's not like you yeah. made, like you didn't kill with it. And I think that that's a problem with today's today's theater-going experience. That a movie that costs a movie has to cost three hundred million dollars because it's going to make a billion. I've been saying this for like twenty podcasts now, but I also been saying that that and I'm going to get back to this in a second. I've also been saying that because of the writer strike, it's going to be interesting to see what the movie theater landscape looks like in the next couple of months. And I walked by the movie theater by us the other day and they had the the master movie. They had uh Dick's the musical. They had a Peter Dinklage movie that I didn't even fucking hear about at any point. So we're seeing the beginnings of that where where movies that would have never made it to theater, they would have made it to into into streaming. I kind of make it into the theaters because theaters need to make money, right? And if this movie would have come out this month or January, February, I think it would have made a lot more money. I mean, it's impossible to kind of measure that because they didn't know there was going to be a strike. But I just think it was bad luck. I think that... Maybe. I, I, like I said, I don't think it's going to ever be a a popular movie. Uh, it didn't get the social media traction like Cocaine Bear got. Like Cocaine Bear was a was a gift, and it was a running joke, and all the late night shows, everyone was talking Cocaine Bear just because it's a funny title. Uh, this didn't get the social media attention, uh, so I don't think it ever had the chance. If it came out now, or if it came out in August to really get that traction. Uh, it, the problem with this movie, I think it's hard to market because all the really funny good scenes are too raunchy to put in the preview. 
Right. And you want the heartfelt thing to kind of hit you by surprise. So I feel like right. if they would have put that message in the preview, you, you would that it wouldn't be so impactful because you weren't like kind of si- a blindside. You. It's like, oh shit, when did I start caring about this dog? Like, yeah. So they have to let you kind of experience that for yourself going into it. So it, it was hard, I think, to find a preview and a market for this. Uh, I think now that it's on Peacock, uh, maybe more people will check it out now. They're like, oh, you know, I didn't want to pay $30 for it, but I already paid for Peacock. Let me just watch it. Right. Uh, I think, like, Austin Powers kind of did. Austin Powers got no traction in the theater. And then once it came out onto cable and the DVDs, it fucking blew up like nuts. Even in pay-per-view, it blew up. Because back in those days, uh, people of low reputation, like Matt LaMatina, used to steal the cable, the pay-per-view. Oh, shit. Never. Because I was too young, my parents did it. <laughs> I had the box with the button in the back. I didn't, but my neighbor did. So we watched. He was watching Austin Powers every fucking day, and I got curious to be like, "What the fuck is? This? Why do you keep watching this fucking movie?" And he's like, "It's great. Watch this." And then we watched it, and I fell in love with Austin Powers. And then the other two, even though they were shittier than the first one, made so much more money. So you know, much for, money because now people don't have to follow it. Right, but uh, you know, this is, the, I mean, this is not going to be Austin Powers, uh, but maybe you can get that kind of bump off streaming that it missed in the theater. Do you think also that that's the other problem that streaming has become the market for comedies? It has because it's comedy is there's like two types of comedy you can either sell out and do like the really, really like cliche, bland comedy, or you can do a real comedy. But the audience is so small, you can't get money to pay for it. You can't get it in the theaters. You might as well put it on streaming. It, it's a, I think it's a better way for these small movies to get traction and attention because people already pay for the streaming. They'll check it out. They're not going to yeah. go spend $30 at a theater and waste their nights because they have two kids and they only go to the movies once a month. And I'm not going to go waste that on a shitty movie. <laughs> I think you talk about yourself, man. I don't think you talk I about... Mean, no, I'm talking, you know, <laughs> hypothetical <laughs> generics. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I wanted... This movie did have a lot of heart. This is a Lord and Miller production who did the Lego movie, which did pretty fucking amazing, right? They were going to do the first towers and he kind of fell at the first hours. They were going to do the Han Solo movie. And it kind of fell out because they didn't like what they were doing kind of thing. Um, but I feel that that uh, those guys have some good formula for everyone, right? Like they really know how to manage emotion and put it into mm-hmm. something where it shouldn't be like a superhero movie. Like, you know, like the first Spider-Man into, into the Spider-Verse and the second one are fucking glorious movies. They're better than any Marvel movie in the time that they both came out. You know, so I, I think that those guys are really good at that. at putting heart where it doesn't belong. But I'm just I'm I'm I just I feel like it's too bad that a movie like this couldn't have gotten enough traction to make like we're saying it deserved better is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think so. And moving on to kind of review of the movie is. It's a good movie. It's a it's a fun watch. It's it's got a lot of funniness into it. It's got a lot of heart. It's got a good story. Um, it's exactly 
what the movie should be. Yeah. Uh, it's only 90 minutes. It's a quick watch. You know, yeah, it's not man. this epic journey. It's not Lord of the Rings where they're fucking searching and searching and walking and walking. No, they're like, we, we get it. It's a simple movie. We're going to make it simple. Um, if we had some sort of system that started at one toe or zero toes being complete garbage and garbage. six toes being, being the absolute best motherfucker you hear six though the best the best movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'd probably go about four four maybe even four and a half toes yeah i'm gonna do it fuck it four what? and a half toes well that's too many straight. toes that's too many toes that's the amount of toes I'm giving it. I give it four, like legit. But the half is too many toes. Take the half back, bro. I'm not taking the half back. Take I the went half there. back. <laughs> I'm not going to be bullied and pressured by you. <laughs> so I, I'm my own look, person and I make up my own mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let me call Denise. Let me call Denise real quick. Let me, let me send Denise a test and tell her Listen, to tell you it's four I'm toes. I'm taking... I'm taking lessons from Reggie, standing up for myself. <laughs> you will not treat me this way any longer. So why four and a half? Talk to me. Four and a half. I thought there was a lot of little funny gags throughout the movie. Uh, and it wasn't something that went on too long. It wasn't anything like... I mean, they were ridiculous, but they weren't ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. Like, they were ridiculous for a reason. Mm. Um, so I thought they were all clever. I thought a lot of the jokes and the stupid things that like make fun of dogs and make fun of humans and little jokes here and there. I thought it was really well done. I mean, you got two good heartfelt stories. One with Reggie being in an abusive relationship, learning about it, trusting his friends and finding the power to get out of it. And the story you tell with Bug, how he was said so what so low self-esteem, thought to little himself, needed someone to help build him up, and was able to find a healthy relationship of his own. Uh, I mean, what else, what else are you looking for? You got, you got some feelings, you got some jokes, you're not there all night. I'm satisfied. Well, I will say, the story itself, and the payoff on the jokes, for me, that's at most one and a half toes. If this movie would have only been a comedy, one and a half toes for me. Because... Yeah, it, it, it needed the heartfelt story. I agree with you. Right. And I think that all of the, the other toe, uh, two toes and a half that I'm giving this movie, right? No, that'd be a toe and a half. Are from... Yeah. Are from... Are from really all of the heart, like you mentioned. I It doesn't help it really doesn't help that um the the movie is kind of like paint paint by numbers and you know like it was kind of if let's say for example this is a perfect example if that that fucking sausage movie that you love so much the one with the sausage is fucking the bread and there's a fucking bagel or whatever the fuck if that movie sausage party if that movie would have any of the heart this movie has and half the roachiness like this movie has, it would have been a much better movie to watch. That movie's just fucking garbage. 
That movie is it's a piece garbage. of shit. It is absolute hey, garbage. Listen, it ain't Dune, all right? That's right. It's it not Dune. It's not, it's not exactly what it's not. Dune. Um, and I think that I think that that movie, this movie suffers from the same thing that movie suffers from, except that this one has the saving grace of the of the heart. And, you know, um, it, it goes a long way is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, what I'm trying to say is you're wrong. I mean, Sausage Party has an 82 on Rotten Tomatoes, and that lets you know how stupid people are. Listen, it's pretty good. It's not, though. 82 was like a B. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. means only, only, you know, 18% of people don't like it. That's me. I wish... I wish this podcast had 18% liked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brother. Um, I I want to, you know, Dune has a 90%. What does that say to you? That people are morons. Oh, now people are... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare talk about Andy Savage like See? that. Say I brought he's, it back. He's a saint. Um, I, you know, this movie, okay. If you have the time, if you have, you know, an hour and a half is nothing to ask of you. Go fucking watch this movie whenever, like, do what Matt does. While he's doing fucking whatever he does at home, cleaning the house and fucking cooking or whatever, like he says, and he watches 78 movies at once, you can add this movie to that list. (laughs) And you can, listen, like, we said before, yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> All right, there's things that gotta get done. I'm the expert here. You, but for you normal say... people, normal people, you, you got, you got 90 minutes. And listen, Mister Sixto over here, even though he's giving it a four because of four dogs, <laughs> you. It's an enjoyable movie. It is. Uh, Listen, four out of six wife, is not bad. My wife and I have a similar taste, but she's much more. How hard. dare you? How dare you insult the niece? <laughs> and we watch a lot of the same things. Yeah, but she doesn't watch like Freddy got fucking fingered. No, no. See, that's where we differ because <laughs> I know what funny is. <laughs> she. She doesn't. She doesn't really know what funny is. When funny for you is Freddy got finger and Aquatine fucking Hunger Force the movies. Yo, hung, one and two. Aquatine, Hunger Force is coming back on Thanksgiving. Oh my! FYI goodness. to our listeners out there. No, no, see, I know what funny is, and Denise doesn't doesn't understand funny, but she does more of the heartfelt. I mm-hmm. do more of the funny. Okay. So, like, it's the best of both worlds here. Like, everybody gets something out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She liked the movie? She did. I think she liked it more than I liked it. So she gave it five toes? Is that what you're saying? She might give it five toes if she ever listened to this podcast and figured <laughs> out the six-toe system. <laughs> She's never going to listen. I I, no. I think that I think that this movie, unfortunately for itself, is definitely a movie to watch at home. This didn't belong in any movie theater. Like he never did. It it was meant I to agree. be watched. It was meant to be watched at home while you're fucking drinking soda and you can pause it and go grab some popcorn and come back. 
uh, you want. I mean, I did get up halfway through this movie at some point to go like grab some a snack, and I kept it rolling because that's how much attention you needed from me. But I was glued to the seat. You glued. Not. You, you. I mean, that, I'm sorry you glued. make mistakes like that, and you <laughs> let the crazy glue in your back pocket. But I, I think that this movie glued. is <laughs> pretty good. It's not amazing. It's pretty good. Yeah, I would say it's amazing. It's a good movie. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And it's exactly what it's supposed to be. That I, that I agree with. Um, listen, we've been gone for listen. a little bit. We were supposed but now we're to back. Reach, we're supposed to reach 100 episodes by end of year. That's never going to fucking right. happen. But, but even when we said we were going to reach 100 episodes at the end of the year... We immediately retracted that and said, there's no way that's happening. <laughs> we are just like Scarface. We always tell the truth. Even when we lie, we tell the truth. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So there it is. So, um, I think this is what, 91? 91. I, I think it's 91, yeah. Um, so, so we're close. We're close. And it's only October. We might get three or four more in before the end of the year. Oh, let's not make any promises, but I will say there is a really high possibility that we'll reach a hundred next year, twenty twenty four, the year of a hundred fucking podcast. This of course, pack- it's gotta be twenty twenty four. I That's wouldn't what- have it any other way. <laughs> you were holding back, so we got to twenty twenty four. I was like, oh yeah, don't I confused you, and I was like, yeah, I'm too busy my day. Guess we can't record. Oh my goodness! Um, so uh, let me see. This uh, our n- 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 asteroid city was ninety. This would be ninety-one. So we are 91. nine nine podcasts away from a hundred. We'll make it there. In contrast, there is a podcast that I listen to all the time called The Weekly Planet, and he just made this week five hundred episodes. So Whoa. put put that in your back pocket. And understand that we're so good, you can absorb the amount of goodness that we fucking put out. No this yeah. to my, to Weekly Planet. No this to the Weekly Planet. We just too potent. From you bro. maybe. Don't come for me on that list. <laughs> you gonna diss him? <laughs> I'm gonna diss him. Yo, fuck you guys. We put time, care, and effort. Could we blow through 500 shows? Sure, sure we could. But. <laughs> Our ethics and our sense of responsibility to the listeners. Yes. Make sure we do our due diligence. Due diligence? Due diligence? Yeah, on the podcast. That's right. We're not just... I mean, we could come back in two days and review something else and just give you a bunch of nonsense. But that's not who we are. That's not who we are. We wouldn't be proud of that. We wouldn't. Um... The, I have to put my stamp on this. You got okay. In the era where we're having a lot of amazing movies uh, come out, and um, not Marvel shit. Not that Marvel is not amazing, but you know what I mean. Movies like like movies like they used to be. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon has come out, and uh, I think the movie that Matt wants to see more than anything, Taylor Swift. The Eras Tour is out. 
and uh, the creator is out. So we have at least two out of three movies we want to watch. <laughs> Saw X is also out, but I've only seen the first Saw, so I'm not going to watch that. And I've heard yeah, the X. You're, you're afraid of scary movies. And The Exorcist Believer, I've heard, is one of the shittiest movies ever made. It makes me want to watch it. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if we will, but it makes me want to watch it because I've heard it so bad. Um, in any yeah. case, one of these movies yeah. is going to be in the next podcast. We guarantee this. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. Don't guarantee that shit. It's I'm definitely not, not going to be Taylor Swift. I'm not watching that nonsense. You're watching and it without... With, I'm not watching it. That's why we're not doing it. <laughs> no, I'm not watching it. Um, <laughs> not... We're not going to do The Exorcist. We're not going to do Saw. So you could just toss those aside. Yeah. I want to so, see but, Killer of the Flower Moon. But we do. like I said, I get one month, one weekend a month to go to the movies. So I'm not sure what I'm going to get to that. Well, that's three hours and 22 minutes long. So make sure the whole weekend is fucking open because it's longer than Dune. And, <laughs> and Dune is so bad. <laughs> And the creator... I feel like I watched Dune for like two months. <laughs> the creator... And all was like, oh, look, they're up. still in the fucking desert. Stop. Oh, look, they're still fucking walking. <laughs> the creator, I've heard... Oh, look, Tillamy Chalamet <laughs> is overly matched in this fight, but somehow beating the shit out of him <laughs> at, at 80 pounds soaking wet. Listen, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Oh, don't, don't, please. He's, he's he's fucking Wonka now. I've never hated Wonka and chocolate so much in my life. Listen, every time they play that fucking trailer, I fucking hate chocolate so much. Listen to me. I've heard the creator is really fucking good science fiction. I know you're not a science fiction guy because you have no fucking imagination. But Listen, is Timothy Chalamet in it? No. Then I might watch it. <laughs> but I've heard it's so good. And um, like I said, uh, Killer of the Flower Moon is out. The creator has been out for a little bit. So maybe it's time we go back. I mean, I've been sequestered at home because of uh, the COVID situation, but I'm about to go out there and fucking enjoy life. There is Get a movie out there. There's a movie that I've been told 500 times to watch. Um, and it is uh, the newest Guy Ritchie movie about those soldiers. Um, those soldiers that they set up like a war war, like a war movie from right now is called The Covenant. It is yes. on Amazon Prime. Did you see it? I have not seen it yet, but I have heard it about it. So maybe that's something that we can watch two seasons on Amazon. Like nobody has to go anywhere. Yeah. We can take a day. And I watch have that. Amazon. Yeah, I have Amazon too. Well, my girlfriend has Amazon. I just happen to <laughs> rip the benefits. It's in the same place. <laughs> yes, I rip the benefits. Um, so listen, uh, we have some some stuff. Watch all of those fucking movies. And we might do one of them. Maybe we might do none of them. So it's like playing fucking Russian roulette. Put a bullet in the gun, spin it, and see what happens. I do have some bad news. What's that? 
Last podcast, I mentioned that it was time to retire the old bit, the old tired, not funny bit that we do at the end of the show. Yeah. And that I was going to start something new. Yeah. Well, well, my friends, oh, I going to keep my word and not bring back the old tired, unfunny bit. Good. But I have not found a new one yet well here's a so perfect time we've just been rambling this whole time because i don't know how to end what do i say here's how do how i get out of this if this is how we get out of it you're gonna i'm gonna let me talk and you're gonna shut up about it ready i'm ready thank thank you for joining us everybody and thank you for giving us your time and listening we appreciate it we do this with all our love uh what a what a fucking Yes, lame fucking clothes. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your time. Well, I do appreciate their time because they don't have to. So thanks for stopping by. There it is. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening to us. Don't say it. I see you struggling. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say it. You're struggling, though. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Good. Um, I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and freak out <laughs> um, and uh, thank you for, for uh, listening to us just cue the music let's get out just say bye Matt it's so flat now say goodbye Matt just say goodbye this this was a terrible ending <laughs> well until we figure it out we got the terrible ending Thank you for stopping by and listening to us. Cue the music. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Two friends in a movie. 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 With Buddy Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. With Matt and Two friends in the movie. Two friends.